Hey, hey, it's Christine Conti. And Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We're where it's at. Hello, everybody. Super excited to be here today. Um, we actually have an amazing guest for you. And let's just wrap up real fast. Um, last podcast, I don't know if you made it to, to hear it, podcast number eight. Um, we recapped the Chicago Marathon. Brian pretty much, you know, tore me up and down. I actually which felt bad. Hysterical. <laughs> so you have to listen to that at some point because as I went back, um, really, we all have different ways of training. We all have different fitness. I see him like about to say something. What are you going to say? Nothing. Um, different ways of training. And you know what? Everything works differently for people. And a um, couple things. Number one is that Brian was talking about his running and his training. I just want to mention that he runs a sub three hour marathon. I know that that did not get in the um, podcast last week. So that's something to consider that when we talk about fit crazies, we're, yeah, we're a little bit crazy. We talk about that and we love what we do and we go out there every single day and we're thankful for what we do. And we hope that, you know, you get a little inspiration from some of our crazy stories and maybe one day you take some Skittles from a stranger or <laughs> a, a stick some of Vaseline, Vaseline on a stick yeah. from someone and maybe you know what to do with it and, and you think in the back of your mind, damn it, I heard about this. Yeah. I heard them talk about this and you know what? Maybe this does feel pretty damn good to be out here on this beautiful day. So I told um, you it was pure jealousy. If if yeah. if I told if if I didn't love you so much, I'd hate you for doing running your three ten marathon on very limited training. Come on, give me that second. It was a three oh nine fifty nine. Three oh nine fifty nine. I, I sub ran out of that sub three ten. Ran out of those porta potties as fast <laughs> as I could on that race. <laughs> I don't and, wash my hands. And, and I think it's come on. I think it's great. And I think it's important that what you did just bring up is that um, if you are going to attempt the marathon or you are going to try and run a marathon, you do need to train. All right, Conti's a freak. She's uh, she's an amazing athlete. She uh, she can do things that are uh, you know not normal for um, humans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, Mister Under Three Hour Marathons. It's just it's for people that don't that don't run. That is like a that's a goal for elite athletes to I run get under faster. Three. Though you know that I gotta do that's these fine. things. Well, then faster. you need to run faster. Then okay, then that's the issue. I, I think so. or do more play yoga. Exactly, maybe is what you're telling. Plyometrics hit. I gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we're gonna get right into this today because we're super pumped. I am pumped. Um, Super pumped that we have a female powerhouse. And again, not that I don't love men, Brian, but like, you know, all about empowerment and, and picking people people up and really pumping each other up. And um, I think the best thing in life is when you can be okay with yourself to, to really pick up other people and and say, wow, you are awesome and we love what you're doing. And today we have Bianca Grande with us. Think about how awesome that name is. Brian and I were just talking about Unbelievable. this Unbelievable. I said it like 10 times in my head. I was like, Bianca Grande. Bianca Grande. Bianca, Grande. Bianca what up? What up? What up, what up? <laughs> <laughs> so Bianca is actually um, going to talk to us today. She has got not only a fantastic story, um, people in life tend to have amazing stories that do amazing things and affect change in this world. And like Brian and myself, Bianca has um, amazing things that she has done and, and wants to do um, to really help people. And I know for Brian and I, we, we don't go outside of our wheelhouse. You know, we're, we want you to be fit. We want you to be healthy and health is not just about your body. It's about your mind. And um, Bianca is going to talk today a little bit about what she does and kind of her mission in life. And I know we, we're going to talk a little bit about fear. Um, and that's a really powerful dun, thing. Dun, 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 I dun. know, right? <laughs> um, so I want to just have um, Bianca introduce herself. And, you know, you are a Jersey girl, correct? Yes. Yes, so, um, where? All, yeah. where are you from? Jersey. I'm from Sayreville, actually. Sayreville. I was born in Brooklyn uh -huh. and I uh, started um, upstate New York and we moved down here when I was about five years old. So, that's awesome. And, yeah, I was in uh, Sayreville. Sayreville War Memorial High School. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Home of John Bon Jovi. Uh, unbelievable. I'll make you do push ups, Grande. I made John Bon Jovi do push ups, too. How do you compete with that? <laughs> it was that's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> 
So and now you're living uh, you're living locally now. And uh, what are you doing? Tell yeah, us where you're working. Yeah. What's, well, what's going on? What's um, cracking? To Belmar uh, about six years ago. But before I kind of get into myself, I just want to thank you guys for inviting me onto the show. I think that this is awesome. I got a chance to listen to some of the podcasts and was like, you guys totally rock. So congratulations and good job. Um, She's thank apparently you. crazy and as well. Yeah, um, thank you. Well, you, Elaine, we all do different crazies right like there's definitely different levels of craziness you guys run 26.2 miles or whatever it is right that's nuts to me For like fun. i'm not afraid of it i just don't ever want to do it and i give you guys kudos like <laughs> awesome right <laughs> i squat so in 62 pounds so so um you know, we have a little bit of a different level of craziness. People ask me all the time, like, why do you care about lifting heavy weights or why do you? And, and it's, um, it's a different level of craziness, you know, but we'll get into that. So, um, yeah, no, thanks for having me on, on, on the show. Um, I guess I'll start a little bit, um, about my journey and, and why I'm getting into what I'm doing right now. Um, you know, life leads you to different places for a certain reason, uh, to meeting certain people too, to get you where you are. Um, but as far as why I'm into fitness and why I became a personal trainer. So I guess when I was younger, I, um, five years old, I was like probably 80 pounds or something. So I was a little chunkster. I was still cute though. I had jet black hair, you know, blue eyes. I'm with you. I am right with you. You got me, Christine. And I'll never forget. And, um, I was thinking about this like a couple of weeks ago too, how I got um, into sports and soccer basically ruled my life. And I remember walking into a pizzeria with my mom and she looked up on the, um, on the wall and there were these girls, you know, uh, 1986 uh, soccer players, you know, my yeah. mom's like, how do I get her to play that? You know, mm -hmm. because she wanted me to move and start losing weight. So long story short, um, I fell in love with it. I was great. And I was uh, a good athlete my entire, you know, adolescence and teenage years. My dad was a big time, um, you know, sports, um, uh, semi-pro football, all that kind of stuff. So I was kind of like his like son, <laughs> right? Awesome. Any sport that I kind of tried, basketball, softball, um, track and field, I happened to be good at. So I had that knack for it. But I was always a little bit overweight. So I was running circles around girls and whatnot, but could never shed the pounds. It wasn't about that. It was more about what my body, how it was able to perform. But at that young age, like any other girl. It's traumatizing. Yeah. Like, you don't want to hear that. Oh, Bianca, you're such a great soccer player. I was like, yeah, I'd like to lose like 30-something pounds, but that's not happening, you know? My mom would take me to the store, and she'd be like, sweetheart, you're not pretty. You're pretty plus. <laughs> pretty plus. Pretty Did you wear husky? Plus. I wore husky. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, right, all the all the. Brian, were you we pretty have. plus as well? No, I was. I was. Um, I, I was skinny. I was a skinny little kid. I was tiny. I was. We uh, ate kids like you. Yeah, for no, lunch. No, no, no. I, I, uh, I waited till uh, later <laughs> later in life to become husky. <clears throat> it was all self induced. It was nothing to do with genetics. It was uh, completely got it. Uh, diet. And you got life a little of, bit. Yeah, I got, I got life too. Heavy. We all yeah. got life. We all get life. Les Brown says it all the time. Mm. You know. It's Murphy's Law. It's going to come get you no matter what. <laughs> He's right. the best, right? He is the best. He yeah. saved my life. So okay. um, so fast forward, you know, um, about 24 years old, I guess, was when I just woke up one day and I was like, F this. I got to change. I got to change. Everything else around me was changing. Um, I was very independent. I was very strong. My career was going really well. I was a makeup artist at the time, and I was running a business. Um, Blue Mercury, I don't know if you guys heard of yeah, it. I yes. was mm -hmm. with them when they had nine stores. Now they probably have like 109 oh, yeah. stores. Um, and so I just decided I, I have to do it. I found a program, and I changed. And I made a decision to change, and I was afraid to do so because I didn't know what I was going to turn into. I didn't know what was going to happen. I never had that positive body image it was always me great athlete you know going to the gym just doing cardio never wanted to lift a weight did not want to be big and strong I just wanted to be skinny right this is my mindset and you were a makeup artist and I was too a makeup artist. that's so interesting that you have that yeah I mean it was you know and in that industry too you're around a lot of thin people there's a lot of pressure things like that I never really 
Yeah, your job is to make people beautiful. Right, right. And and I was all about it, but it was like I was suffering inside. There was something that was just just was not complete with me. And at this time too, as far as being an athlete, I was done. Like I, you know, out of school, I actually left school. It just wasn't a good fit for me. That's probably a whole nother podcast. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we never really got along. And um which was fine because I'm always really good at making money. So um and uh yeah, I just was like, you know, what else should I do? So I took this on almost like a competition for myself. Like I needed to find myself. So I did. I lost thirty six pounds it was great with that though and i know a lot of people yeah right (laughs) that's amazing we celebrate a lot yeah Yeah, yeah. don't gloss over that that's yeah Uh, it was it was it was big and you know what look it wasn't an overnight success either like this girl took months to lose that weight i did it very healthy Mm -hmm. i just i didn't know any better so i just followed what i was supposed to do and i i did it you know and then it was like a whole shift for me and i started to really um, love my life and I got, you know, different kind of attention and this and that, but I didn't really know who I was. Now I was only really good because I had this thin body. Right. So people were giving me attention, whether it was positive, negative, whatever it was, I didn't really still know myself. So now fast forward, I kept that weight off. It was great. You know, had a great job, um, lost that job. Right. Because sometimes when you're working the retail, we get it. Sometimes we're just as good as the number that Mm -hmm. you are. And that's fine. Um, Lost a boyfriend, lost a best friend, lost my apartment. Um, I mean, you just name it and just felt like everything was crashing down on me. And looking back when I was younger, I was never afraid. Like I would just do it. I was put in positions in life where I had to just push through. You Mm -hmm. know, my home life was very chaotic. One of the reasons why I left school. Um, I was living on my own by myself when I was 21 years old. Like I always paid rent, I always the bills. I had to just take care of it. And I really used that fear as fuel, like to push through. But at this moment, 28 years old, I kind of gave up. I, right. I quit. I got lifed. I was tired of being an adult and being responsible. I created the worst eating habits. I, I mean, I would eat, I would drink. It was just, it was a tough life. Actually, that's what led me down to Belmar. What I did was I packed up all my bags in like a garbage bag and I just uh, went on Craigslist and found a roommate and moved to Belmar. And I really thought I was going to just like leave and become a better person down here. And what I ended up doing was, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. No. You can I, I can relate. We all can relate in different ways. Whenever I tell my story, I try to be really authentic because, look, this is not like nothing's pretty. Like nothing's pretty about the story. We're with you. Right? The uglier it is. Like, so um, I came fall on top of that mountain. No, no. (laughs) If anything, I came down here and fell again. (laughs) (laughs) Like hardcore. And then, um, you know, making a long story short, from 28 to 32 or whatnot, I really was like, okay, Bianca, you are having a problem. You gained 30 pounds in three months. Mm -hmm. And I'm not doing the things that I love. You're not loving yourself. Not loving myself whatsoever. And I took that time and did so much self-development and read so many books and forced myself to stop being afraid of continuing to be stuck. Right. Like when that weight came on, I would wake up in the morning and fear, like fear putting on clothes or fear going on the scale. I could feel it. It was almost as if I was manifesting more and more things in my life Mm -hmm. to be scared. Um, And then about 32 years old, um, I said enough. It was a rat race of like the yo-yoing and just doing the right thing and then doing the wrong thing. And then, you know, going to this, you know, self-help class and everything else. And then like saying, oh, forget it. Um, so uh, I went to a group fitness class and I'm not about group fitness. I was more about like, I'm just go to the gym. Don't look at me. You know, I'm a nice person, but like, I don't want to be bothered at the gym. I'm like, you know what, what you're doing right now, you're going insane. So what does Albert Einstein say? Right. You continue to do the same thing over and over again. It's insanity. Mm-hmm. insanity. It's insanity. Yeah. So I'm like, let me just try something different. And I was, I mean, I would did not want to be there. You can tell every look on my face. My brow was like going through my forehead. Like I was just like, don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm doing this. And you know why too? Because my intuition was telling me to. And I'm real big in faith. And my faith grew a lot over the years. And I really try to listen to God as much as I can. And he said, go. And even though I didn't want to, I'm like, oh, let me just do this. Because for whatever reason... Within five minutes of my first class, I don't know what came over me. I'm like, I can teach this class. I can teach this class. And I'm not really sure why I thought I could. (laughs) 
<laughs> at that time I was running a small business network and I was doing events and I was talking in front of people and that was great. And I was coaching them as far as, um, you know, helping to grow their own business. But who am I? Like I was just an athlete. I love sports. Not everyone has that. Not everyone goes, I, I want to say 99% of mm-hmm. people go to the gym and say, I could never do that. Or why would I want to do that? Right. And yet you say that you felt like I can do this. Yeah. That's, that's huge. That's, you know, Brian says, this, you know, go with, you know, go with, what do you say? Go with your, um, it's your gut. Your go with your gut. You know, you're that, that little swirly thing inside your gullet that, uh, that tells you what's right and wrong. Yeah. To- you know it, you know it. Totally. And you always know what to do. And you know, every time that you don't go with your gut, you know what happens, right? I mean, I could tell you so many times when my gut was like, Bianca, do not. And oh, I was like, shh, yeah. shh, don't talk to me. Don't, I'm not listening right now. <laughs> But that day I listened and um, I went right up to the corporate and I was like, look, I want to, you know, teach me how to, how to teach, you know? And it's funny. It was like, I was afraid, but sometimes you got to like find, I'm going to use the word balls. Like yeah. you got to have them. If you don't have them, vagina. you're really not going to go yeah. save, save Putzpa. <laughs> Courage. <laughs> right. You got to, I think you gotta, technically on I don't iTunes have balls. we're marked clean. <laughs> I Until used, Bianca Grande okay. came on board. You can say balls in here. I said a body part. I'm talking health and fitness here. I don't have balls. I got my vagina and I went right up to that person. And I spoke to them about teaching fitness classes. Right. I'm in so, trouble, guys. I, um, I started teaching. And quickly thereafter, um, it was great. I only taught like one class, I think, a night. And then I got an opportunity to manage the gym. So it was funny, my experience in like being a makeup artist and managing stores there and then managing a network marketing company um, led me into managing a gym. So now, and it was a big shift and I was scared. I was so scared. I was going to take a huge pay cut, but I was going to take a huge pay cut and do something that's inside of me. I really felt like this was what I was made to do. When I was doing makeup, it was rewarding. You know, I got a chance to make everyone look beautiful. You know what I mean? And they were happy and stuff like that. But it was kind of like all those years and being an athlete and like playing sports. I was kind of like, well, now what? Like, is that just over? You know? So it it was really an an eye opening, a huge shift for me. Um, I ended up losing weight. I ended up then going from there and starting CrossFit. And that's where a big shift happened. And I decided to make a decision to really hone in on the fact that God made me strong and it's not about what the scale says and it's not about you know what I'm looking like or what my jeans look like or this and that it's the fact that I walked in and made a CrossFit competition team mind you I had no idea what CrossFit was or CrossFit Mm -hmm. games they just said pick up the barbell and I was like okay I can do that (laughs) do some wall balls okay wow Bianca you didn't stop oh are you supposed to stop (laughs) like that was me and um I just owned it I just said you know God made me gave me strong legs so I gotta learn how to squat you know what I mean? And he made me, you know, strong up on top. So I got to, and that's the thing is now I'm so in love with my body and, and my skin and where I am. And that's one message that I want to send out to everyone, men, girls, you know, boys. I mean, we all have some kind of an um, image of ourselves. And I really think that confidence is going to get us to where we really need to be, you know, and stop being afraid of it. Like stop awesome. fearing it, you know? And, I, awesome. and now you know, at 35 years old, like I wake up every day, no matter what, like I'm comfortable in my skin. I'm strong. And that's the way I'm, I'm supposed to be, you know? So, so that's my story. I'm sitting here <laughs> smiling. Yeah. Cause this is just like, it you warms know, your it's heart, amazing. It? It's amazing. And I can relate to just about everything, right? Yeah. No matter where I went, I took my shit with me mm-hmm. and it was always there. Cause I was always there, right? I needed to change, right? Places didn't need to change. People didn't need to change, you know, things didn't need to change. And, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, I needed to change. And just like that, you know, you found strength in, you know, and you're strong and you found what works for you. Mm-hmm. And I found running and, you know, the, the and people come to me and when I work with them, they're still like, Oh my God, you know, I don't like running. Like, okay. Let's find out what you're good at. Let's find out what's right. going to work for you. Let's find out about all those things. Let's take the magazines away and throw them away because those are the good things that are going to tell you what you need to weigh certain things. And, mm-hmm. and it's just, you know, that's not going to work for you because you're just chasing somebody else. Right. 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 You're exactly. super strong. 
Exactly. Isn't that awesome? Yes. That's your super superhero strength, as we talk about. <laughs> What's you, everyone is a superhero. We all have something in mm-hmm. us that that shines, right. and that's your shine. And to find that and that switch that you know, obviously, Brian and I have talked about this before in podcasts. Like, how did that feel once you realized and had that epiphany? You know, must have been must have been amazing it's amazing like I remember you know getting dressed to go out um one night or something you know and I put on jeans and this and that and looked in the mirror and I was like oh I look good and I thought to myself (laughs) I know what the scale says and I still look in the mirror and I'm I love the way that I look like it was such a a a relief it was such a ah like a weight lifted off of my shoulders and I could actually accept myself you know I uh, practice yoga for a, a long time and I still do I try to as much as possible but one yoga um, instructor said to me, I'll never forget this. She's like, you know, we talk a lot about forgiveness and forgiving yourself, but how about try accepting yourself? Because acceptance, acceptance mm-hmm. is really where the work comes in. And I, I have to say too, like you had said, you know, you went through your stuff when we get life, you know, when we're in the life period, I love that word. It, it's, it's the truth, right? It stinks. Like you don't want to be there, you know, but you've got to. One thing I always did was like, okay, I don't know why this is all happening to me. I don't know why I'm feeling depressed. I don't know why I'm so sad. I'm not this person. Like what is going on? I tried to really stay in faith and know that I'm here for a reason. This is going to grow into some kind of opportunity, to some kind of strength. This dark place is only going to give me so much freaking light in my life if I just stay in faith and keep following the path and keep on continuing to make the changes and stop being afraid. Because I think when people get so scared, they get so stuck Mm -hmm. and they don't know what to do. And then they're afraid to ask for help. And one thing I heard, um, I forget who it was, but, and I use this a lot with my clients. I'm like, guys, look, we're made with two hands, right? You want, you got to take one hand and help yourself. And then you take the other hands to help someone else because you're never going to be able to serve anybody else. If you're not able to really truly serve yourself. And I was serving other people, but I wasn't serving myself. I was, I, I was sabotaging myself horribly. And that circle completes itself because the love that you're giving to other people is the love that comes back to you. And it's just, it's just, you know, it's one of those things you can't, you can't have success. I don't feel um, really without it. Uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's, you gotta help, help other people out. And that's why I do fit. And that's why I train people. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, it's, it's not, uh, you know, it's not always for money. It, it, you know, it's not always for, for the business aspect of it. Um, you know, it's, it's because I love helping people and, and, and I love seeing their success and it makes me more successful. Yes. Yes. I completely, completely agree. You said it's not, it's not for the money. It's funny. A lot of, um, trainers, I think that we all know, like it's really, it's not for the money. Like you've really got to be in love with what you're doing as far as a trainer to really be successful with it, you know? And I was um, speaking to a couple of other trainers and, you know, their business was was down or they like lost some clients, whatnot. And I'm like, well, how are you treating your clients? Like, are you really looking at it like, oh, you know, I want the money part of it or are we really like loving on our clients? Like, are you really into what they're doing? Right. And like giving them the attention that they require, things like that. That's how a successful I was going to say it when, when you make it about the love and when you make it about what you're giving, um, the money comes back really well. (laughs) So, you know, that's where the, that's where the profit comes. When you get the hell out of your way, you know, if it's, if it's work, it's not going to work. Right. If it's a grind, it's not going to shine. Right. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I think I just made that up. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag, that hashtag Prendergast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just quoted myself. <laughs> Original. This is what happens. We're getting a little kooky, I know. But it, it's so true that, that what we're talking about, and it could be anything, any business, any people that you that you work with. Um, again, the reason why I left my job, my shine was not there anymore. Mm-hmm. My shine was dimmed. And I say, don't you dare let anyone dim your shine is important. And I think when you start to unload and you start to lose the fear that you were saying about when you start to come clean about who you are and you're not anymore ashamed of, hey, I've made mistakes in my life. I'm not perfect. We're flawed people, right? Speak for yourself. Wraps KT (laughs) tape all over (laughs) his legs and thinks it helps him run. Um, (laughs) But we're all flawed people. And once we, like you said, accept it, stop don't even forgive yourself you can forgive other people for things that they've done but it's accepting yourself here's who I am and here's how I'm gonna gonna use it and I know 
you know, all of us have, you know, everyone out there that's listening, we all have skeletons. We've all carried around trunks, whether it's a little wallet or a, a big trunk we carry with us. Do we accept it and move on and use it as a crutch or do we use it as ammunition or something that we're going to affect change in this mm-hmm. world? And um, for myself, I've said this before, I have RA. And for a while I was, that was one of my big, I got lifed with that out of mm-hmm. nowhere. And I'm like, are you joking? Like you, you gotta be kidding me. Well, it was a very dark place for a while after that until, all right, I'm going to accept this and I'm going to use this to help other people to get past it, to reach out and say, here, we're going to make you fit and make you losing that fear. Hey, you know what? I could get up every morning and say, I'm scared that this is my last day of moving and last, or do you say, I accept it and I accept that this is what I have. And now here is how I'm going to move forward right. with it. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, maybe that's mine, but it, it could be anything. Replace that with what you go through in life. Yeah. If you um, continue to resist anything, you're only going to manifest more of that in your life. So if you're resisting the fact that your life is starting to change, you're resisting the fact that maybe a relationship is starting to um, end or you're, mm-hmm. re- you know, and you're resisting, you're only going to continue to manifest the same crap into your life. If we sit there and take a look and accept what's going on. Okay. This is where I'm at. Okay. I, I put on 10 pounds. Okay. I, I missed that PR. I made the switch over to powerlifting and that's where my mind got really strong because now it's just you and the bar. And the weight doesn't care what kind of mood you're in. Mm-hmm. You're either going to lift it or it's going to crush you. You got to get your mind right, right? <laughs> but, um, but that's, and that's what I try to explain to people too, is like, look, we're all going to get stuck. <laughs> One time, um, my boyfriend and I broke up years ago. This was like, I was a kid, whatever, you know, and I'm so upset, crying, wah, wah, wah. And my father looks at me, he goes, what do you think, Bianca? You're going to grow up and be like what? A princess or something like Cinderella? Like, what, what do you think? Like, you think things aren't going to go wrong in your life? And I'm looking at him like, but dad, I've been in it. And he's like, my life is over. Yeah, like, come on, like, suck it up. You're right. And, you know, I, I'm really grateful for my parents in that sense that they, they didn't really coddle me too much, you know? And again, it was a little chaotic growing up, but man, I became so strong from the, from that chaos. It's a great <laughs> memory. My, I right, love from that my memory. my dad saying like, come on, Bianca, you know, as if like you're tougher than that. Just get up and keep doing it. And that's what I try to tell people is that, you know, you got to take a look at what you're passionate about. You know, if you're not liking things in your life, you got to sit down, make a decision. What makes you wake up? When you put your feet on that ground and you let that devil know that I'm up, I'm up. Here I it, go. It's up. Yeah. yeah world you know it's up yes what do you want to do like how are you gonna you know spend the rest of your time you know and don't and do not be afraid to make that fear um I'm also in network marketing and we have a group and um I'm doing a lot of talking do you, do you mind because I'm a talker <laughs> fantastic you All are right. our guest for today Bianca All right welcome Just to the Bianca Grande show ladies and <laughs> gentlemen so and um one of the questions that we had to all answer as a as a group was what what fear do you have? Like, what is your number one fear? You know, I think like statistically, uh, number one fear is probably death and uh, fear of speaking in front of people. Well, obviously that's not one of mine, right? Right. <laughs> I'm more like put me in front of like an Excel spreadsheet and I'm like, whoa. But um, my biggest fear is probably dying and not doing everything that I was on this earth to do. And that is what wakes me up in the morning. That's what gets me. That's what gets me to, I'm so afraid to start my own business. I mean, I left my job back in May, 2016. I've been on this road for like a year and a half now. And we're, we're growing like huge in a couple of weeks. So, um, and I'm scared, like I'm so scared, but that wakes me up. That's where, like you said, Christine, use that fire. Like there's fire, there's a match lit under my butt right now. And we got it. I got, I got to go, you know? And I think that's where people kind of get content and they get real comfortable and, and they kind of accept where they are and they make, they're just in fear of moving. Now, Bianca, tell us what you are doing now. Tell us what you're doing with your business. So you're, you're finally, yes. you're saying you're, you're losing this fear yeah. and you're, what are you doing? Cause this is really exciting. Okay, so, um, prior I, I, I had left the gym, uh, May, 2016 and, um, I quickly, um, that you were running. Yes, that I was, yes, I was running and I was, you know, teaching classes and the, the, the whole bit. And it was a great place. It was like family. I mean, it was, it was just awesome. Um, and doing what I, what I love to do. I don't like when the 
clock goes off at 4 a.m. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's not my favorite thing. <laughs> However, I do wa- like to watch the uh, sunrise, you know. So um, there's lots of perks. But I uh, left there and I started my own small group um, personal training uh, business called Body by Bianca Grande. Um, so that's what I'm doing right now. That's what, what I've been growing for the past year and a half. And like, you know, talk about fear. Like, people put more fear in you. Bianca, are you sure that you're going to do this? Or Bianca, are you sure? Maybe you should go get a job teaching over there. And maybe you should. And a couple times I'm like, well, maybe you're right. Or maybe, and maybe the money is not going to come in. And maybe, you know, and I had to really. other people know what is best for you, right? Exactly. Exactly. I listened to Andy. You're like, what about this burning desire in my my stomach (laughs) that's making me not want to take that class over there, lady at the supermarket checkout? You know, and you almost can't be mad at it, right? Aunt Aunt Gretchen. (laughs) (laughs) You almost can't be mad because I feel like they're protecting you and they want to see you do well or maybe they don't want to see you do well. They're afraid to do what you are doing. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, again, you got to go with their intuition. Like my gut keeps telling me. I think that most of the time people just don't understand. Yeah. And it's like, there's nothing that I'm not going to do now. Like, what are you talking about? You know, staying at my, my shitty job. Yeah. Are you crazy? That's insanity. We've talked about this. You know, there's, there's just, you know, and and it's, they mean well. Yeah. You know, mostly it's like, what about the money and you're giving a lot up and things like that. And it's like, uh, what about the quality of your life? How about that? Exactly. Quality of life. I used to work in Soho. So I was right off of Green Street between uh, Spring and Prince and it was a great experience. And it's totally true. If you can make it in New York, you can freaking make it anywhere. I've seen some crazy shit. I have been there. I've done that. I'm like, whoa, never take the subway after 930 at night. <laughs> I mean, there's just, and um, th- I loved it, but zero quality of life. I mean, I was waking up. I was taking a spin class at 530. I was hopping on a bus at like 730. I was working, you know, just around the clock. And right. I love what I did. And I got paid good money to be a girl. And free products. I do miss the free products. But <laughs> and like the facials for free. But <laughs> my quality of life was zero. Right. And now, I mean, you know, I go home and my goodness, if I wanted to, I could take a nap if I want to. And that's okay. Because it, around the world, we all take naps. America, we think napping right. is like weak a or weakness, something. It's yeah. not weak. It's no, not I weak. love a good nap. <laughs> if you're working really hard, you should need a nap. How about that one? Yes. Good job. Otherwise, you're not working hard. The people that tell me that all the time, I'm not sleeping well. I'm like, then you're not working hard enough. Mm. I need to sleep. Well, did you go to the gym for four hours? Then you'll, you're sure as hell will sleep good tonight if you did. (laughs) (laughs) Clean the house. You'll sleep well. Very, very true. Yes. So now um, in the next couple of weeks, I don't want to give away all of the details. Give us just a little little teaser. We're going to be doing much larger uh, functional fitness classes. Um, I'm looking for people of really all ages. It doesn't matter, but I want the broken people. (laughs) I want the people who gain the weight and don't know where to go and don't know, um, how to feel good anymore. And doesn't, I want to create a community of people that feel like we are family. When you come to the gym, when you come to my gym, it's family. When you leave my gym, I'm saying, I love you. You're going to say that you love me back because that's what family does no matter what. And that's what we're looking to create. So my boyfriend and I, my awesome lovely handsome boyfriend (laughs) what's his name herb skinner um he and i are uh partnering up and we should hopefully be open maybe december-ish mid-december definitely for the new year so So all functional stuff tell us about what you plan plan functional fitness so we want people to learn how to pick things up and put them down the correct way (laughs) thank you we want it to be fun it's going to be lots of cardio things like that but there'll be modifications for everyone so even if you've never worked out ever and you're like i've never worked out before i gained this like you know 30 pounds, my knees hurt, we'll have complete modifications for you. There'll also be two instructors in the class at a time. So say one instructor is going to be teaching and now we have another one just watching, just looking over, making sure that, you know. I love that. Yeah, but because, you know, when I used to teach classes, sometimes I'd have like 42 people in my 5 a.m. class and there was weights being thrown everywhere and this. And like, I mean, I'm a damn good instructor, but I don't have like seven eyeballs. You know, I want to see everybody. I want to make sure. That's an impossible situation. Right, right. So you want to, you know, as as best as we can really, um, you know, make sure that people's form is being done right and things like that um but you know fine we'll have you know um prowlers and we'll be pushing things and like i said picking things up and putting them down and having fun you know uh really teaching people the right stuff about fitness and about your body see if they 
would have had like life 101 in college, right? right? Or if they would have had like a real health class, like I want to learn all about my body. Mm-hmm. How does it work? How, do, you know, um, you know, anatomy, well, maybe they do have anatomy, but I wasn't taking that class back then. <laughs> yeah, right. It's different but track. It's different. But then maybe I would have stayed, you know, if they would have had more like life 101, like really um, understanding what life is about kid, and kid, how your yeah. body. I mean, even, even on be. a kid, you know high school level, kids don't no. learn anything about Nothing. that. Nothing. I had a home ec class in in elementary school that I still, you know, utilize just things around the kitchen and, and, and you know, how to measure f- foods and dry foods and wet foods and things Loved like that. Home ec. Yeah. That, like, uh, like, all time. yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, not to get off track, but yeah, we don't we don't learn now, about that stuff. We're going to stay off track for a second yeah. because I had a conversation with my younger sister. So she's 19. She'll be 20 in my 19 and a half, my baby girl. But um, she calls me and she's always like, you know, all right. This week, I want to be this. This week, I want to, you know, get into uh, saving the environment and doing all kinds of stuff like that. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll get into real estate. Okay. Maybe. She's 19. You know, she doesn't, she hasn't had a chance to experience enough right. life. So she's like, I have to pick something to stick with. Oh. And yeah. she's like, what do I, what do I do? I, what kind of a major should I? And I, I told her, you know, I've tried to give her the best advice as I, as, that I can, but it's tough. It's tough when you're in college. You haven't experienced life. Look what I'm doing now as a fitness instructor and building my own business and whatnot. I'm in my 30s. I didn't figure this out until just a couple of years ago. That's right. <laughs> I have my master's and I'm on my third career. Right. And you High know five. What? You know what? Everything that I've learned, though, from my education, from you know English degree, business degree, master's, and you know up the wazoo, I'm using all of that, mm. but sure. in different ways, in different careers. Completely. And it, again, I still, I remember, um, my dad was in his seventies and I remember him saying, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. I always remember that. Yeah. Right. And I'm, I'm, I was always like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. I thought that was so cool because you, you're constantly evolving. You're constantly changing right. and figuring out who you are and what you like. And I don't know, in 15 years where we're going to be, but mm-hmm. if we're following our heart and following our passion and you know getting the people that don't support you out of your life and letting in the people that huge that do support you and do support your shine then I think you are moving in the right direction that's right absolutely huge I think I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I I think somewhere inside I always knew fitness was gonna be it I mean I remember being at the gym at 5 a.m. I mean the gym was was life for a while then I got life and it was a little bit you know but thinking wow wouldn't it be cool if I had my own gym wouldn't it be cool if I had a personal trainer? I mean, no lie, I was 25 years old. It's no mystery no. how you've ended up. You've known this. Yeah, know, I think deep down a inside. Very, very long yeah. time. But I had to go through the self-development practice. And I had to really love and understand Bianca and who I am and who I am as a person and what kind of gifts I can share to others and get grateful. Get grateful. I mean, I write down, not now, but... Um, write down 10 things that I'm grateful for every day. Every day. Every single I day. I do that with my clients all the time. There's a Start yep. there. There's we a book. We could do one good thing every, you know, we can do, if we can do that every day, then we're going to have a better day. There's a book that changed, many books changed my life. Everything changes my life. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's called The Magic. And I don't know if you guys ever heard of it or you guys could look it up. Rhonda, I don't know, the creator of The uh, Secret. The Secret, yes. Yeah. Um, and that one, I, I read it twice. And there's still things I do every day. I mean, when I'm having a tough day, every step that I take, I say the word thank you. I tattoo the word thank you on the inside of my arm just to remind myself that I have to be grateful for every day that I wake up and I breathe and I walk and I talk with no issues. It doesn't matter. I have thick thighs. So what? Yeah. They're walking. They're running. And if I really wanted to, I'd run a marathon with you guys, but I don't really want to. <laughs> <laughs> you could do the, the hun- you could run across the country with us at some point. <laughs> Duct tape to Christine. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, this is what she texts me about. <laughs> what? We're no. fit crazies. We're going to do some crazy stuff in the next couple of years. I love it. And every time I see something crazy, I'm like, or I'll text Brian and be like, so like, what's the fastest anyone's ever run across the country? You must get these texts and be like, what? No, I get you? those texts and I'm like, I'm in. Like, like when do we start? You know, like this is like. I turn to my husband. I'm like, how long do you think it would take to run across the country? He's like, 
what are you thinking? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I think about how like many pairs of sneakers I would need to do it. You know, what would we do? How would it work? Would we be on interstates? Would we be cars tailing us? Would we need like hazard lights? What, what, how's this going to work? Do we I'm do glad that he thinks that. And, <laughs> no, then here's, and then tell him what I would do. Uh, but no, because I'm, I'm like, we're, we're going. Like we're doing this in my mind at least. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, like we need to plan it? Can't we just go? No. Yeah. Oh. You right. guys are awesome. Do you know Loretta Hoffman? She's in the running running arena. No? I'm going to introduce you guys to her Good. because she is one kick-ass lady. I'm going to defer to Brian on the running she community. She is... Um, I'll just t- share the story real quick because it has to go with like fear, but she totally sure. changed her, her whole life. And uh, she's used to smoke and she used to... And now she's like run. She does like four Ironmans or something. Like she's great. Awesome. She used to work... For, yeah, she's she's great. I'm going to hook you guys up. Good, please. But um, she's always running, biking. She's on doing something. On the next something. two fit crazies. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. So what do you think? Um I've got a uh I've got a game you do. for us. Um because today we were kind of talking about fear and mm-hmm. moving outside of your fear and really having to go through things in life that are really scary, I would say, and, and get lifed. Mm-hmm. Um so it was my turn for WTF for the game that we always play. So um, since Bianca is here, she's going to have to play as well. Uh-oh. Bianca's on the hot seat. <laughs> so, oh, you you didn't get off the hot seat. You oh, have to answer I'm, as oh, well. I don't it. know what you're thinking. Bring okay. it, Conti. I'm ready. So, all right. So today, I actually wrote myself, wrote myself some notes here. I actually prepared for a second. Um, but I want to know, we're going to play WTF, what the fear is what we're going to play. So, dun, dun, dun. I know, <laughs> thank you. All right. So the first question, and Bianca, we'll have you go first. So you have two extra seconds to think oh for today. Uh-oh. Okay. Ready? So first question, WTF. As a kid, what did you fear most? Oh, wow. What did I fear most? This is, that's a good one. You don't have a lot of time. I know I don't. I know. What did I fear most? Um, Comes to mind. I guess looking stupid. stupid. I don't like looking stupid. Although I'm okay with it. Like if I fall or something, like, all right, fine, whatever, like no big deal. But I noticed that I don't like when someone tries to make me like look stupid. I come right back at it. I'm like, it's like a whole nother Bianca. I, but when I was a, a kid, I did not like to look stupid. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've grown it's from like there. You have I've people grown. looking at you and staring yeah, at you. Like, being like, at me, like, yeah, like, don't look at me. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Like, don't, yeah, yeah, like, don't yeah. judge me. I know yeah. what you're thinking. And as I'm going a kid, that I come right, right out. <laughs> I'm going through that right now with my four year old. Really? Yeah. He, the kid will play soccer all day long in the front yard with his brothers and everything's good. But put him out on that field where he, he's out there and, and there's actually like people on the sidelines staring. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to do it. And yeah. I get it, you know, and it's, we're not twisting any arms. He's yeah. four. Um, yeah. But he's an animal. I mean, the kid would like ram his head against the wall a, a million times. He's just a beast. But, you know, he's he's just figuring things out. Yeah. You that know? fear of failure yeah. at any age yeah. comes no, over. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big fear. It's pretty, uh, it's interesting though. It's you intense. Know? <laughs> it's, it's a, a good delay yeah. tactic. Delay tactic? Yeah. What, as a child, what did you most fear? Was, um, not being liked not being liked. yeah yeah and so and so much to the like to the point where you know i was i would i would go out of my way to make sure that people did like me right i would be funny i'd be outgoing i would i would do all these things because i didn't want to be on the other side of that mm-hmm. if i saw kids being teased or in my eyes not liked i knew that i would be i didn't want to be that i'd wanted to be on the other side of it um, which led me usually to teasing other kids, you know, because that would put me on the right side of things. I wanted the right people to like me. Um, it's total insecurity. Uh, it's total like middle child shit. Yep. Um, it's, you know, and it, and it, you know, this is something that I really figured out much later in life. And it looked back and it's like, holy smokes. Like this was all about being insecure and needing people to like you. Yeah. So my fear, there you have it. Mine was always lo- being lost, like being left at the store or the supermarket. <laughs> like <laughs> I always had that. That's scary. Because I think I have been like, you know, like right. left, there like was lost in, in the life supermarket. That, that brings really? up those emotions yeah. of being like left. Just, yeah. I always think about that as a child. I don't know. I don't know where that. Is. I had a my my mom oh. had a friend who I will never forget called my mom and said I left Kenny at the supermarket. I told him that we were leaving and I I couldn't wait for him anymore and just left. And my <gasps> mom's like, "You left your son at the <laughs> supermarket." What? I was like, "Mom, if you ever do that, don't ever." 
They right. even say like you shouldn't like if I'm hustling my kids along and you know and and you say like all right I'm gonna leave it at you you know like that puts yeah. fear in those kids you know I've got younger boys and um you know they kind of do it to themselves to each other now like mom's gonna leave without you you know like one you know but that is a scary situation and even if you're just like an aisle over in target we my middle guy he yeah we uh, no it was my youngest it was the same guy you know we he like we went one way and he kind of went the other way and then like two seconds later he's by himself in target like that is scary, scary. Now I love being alone. So it's, yeah, I don't know what happened. Seriously, no, you've I'm overcome like, that. I've totally <laughs> overcome this. It's been a, all right. So um, next question. So I know you talked about this already a little bit, but as a child, you had one thing. And then now as an adult, if it's in one or two words, what's the number one thing that you fear as an adult that you didn't fear as a child? Living an unlived life. Period. Period. There's so many things that I require to do in this world. And in the past year has been a big like eye opener. And not that I'm running out of time, but time could stop just like that. You know, I lost a friend a couple of months ago and it, it makes us all think like, holy crap, like just like that, anything could stop. So y- you want to continue to push through and really get as much shit done as possible. You know what I mean? Don't rush it. But at the same time, like put it on your list and go. But I refuse to live an unlived life. I refuse it. Amen. Brian. Amen. Yeah. Amen. All right, your turn. I, I honestly I, I think that so much of me now is is my kids. You know, my my biggest fear is something happening to them that I can't control. Um, you know, and it's not anything that I wake up in the middle of the night and, you know, say, Oh, you know, I'm fearing, you know, every second of the mo- of the day, but you know, and it is one of those things like you do hear stories about something that happens yeah. to other p- mm-hmm. people's kids or anything like that. And it's just like, you know, God forbid that something like that would happen. I don't know how I would stay strong for anybody else or, or do the right thing. You know, I don't know what would happen next, but, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's my kids. You know, if anything ever happened to them, I'm just not quite so sure I know what to do. Awesome. Mine's pain. Anything pain, suffering, something like that is super, like, I don't think as a child, you kind of, you really let that in. You're kind Mm -hmm. of more like a, hey, I'm going to jump off. I'm going to go cliff jumping and nothing's going to happen. I remember being younger and being in Jamaica (laughs) and we jumped off these cliffs and then I went back when I was older, same cliff. And I got to the end and I looked down and I'm like, wait. Like I could die and like I've, you got a lot more stuff going on in your life and a lot more responsibilities that you're like, now it sets in. It's just so different. I couldn't go down the water slide at like, uh, what was that park? I can seaside. Remember that that one? Yeah. yeah, Waterworks. I got up there and I was like, uh, yeah, no, I'm out. (laughs) See, I've gotten the opposite now. My kids are, so my oldest is on a lot of these rides. So I'm like back on these rides now and I'll go on anything. Mm -hmm. I'll go on anything. This summer, I got a little queasy on one of the rides, and it was just a point, you know, at the boardwalk in Point Pleasant. And I was like, and I, I was like, oh man, I hope that this is, I, I can still continue to do this because I really like doing it with them, and they're all fired up, and I'm going down water slides, and I'm doing all this awesome stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's. Uh, Isn't it funny how kids have absolutely zero fear it's, of anything? It, I watch my nephew, and he's just like throws himself on like the floor, throws himself here, jumps like no nothing. And then there's us like, oh, oh, maybe don't do that. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you know, and, and they uh, and and it's really lack of experience and lack of education. They just don't know. I mean, they're pure in so many ways that they just mm-hmm. don't really have the ability to understand that that's could be pretty bad. But I, got, I think we have to also f- keep that childlike mentality oh, yeah. in our oh, heads, yeah. right? Like yeah. we were talking about that. Like I'm I'm a kid. Like I'm a kid. <laughs> I try not to think too much, like just do it, whatever, no big deal. But I think that's it gets important. in the way. I'm um, so much of a kid sometimes. Yeah. Like I am still, you know, <laughs> the, the 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 big boy responsibilities that you know I don't love uh, so much. You know, I I tend to do the things that I do love, and uh, yeah, that's uh, it's a detriment. It's a it's a it's the absolute best thing in life um, to to be and play and ha- and be a kid and never grow up uh, at the same rate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna give. Um, Bianca, one last chance for this because I want you to kind of end us today and send us off with the message. So if you had to, you know, broadcast um, to the entire world, which you are doing right now, (laughs) and you wanted to really leave a message, and I know we talked about fear and talked about overcoming things and going through your life today, 
What is the one message that you could leave with our listeners today? Get in tune with your heart. Listen to what your gut is telling you every day. And if you are the least bit uncomfortable where you are, you really we require to take the time to get to know ourselves, to, to do the work. See, we don't want to always do the work and we've got to really learn that true love for ourselves. We've got to listen to the podcast and to the you know motivational speakers you hear that. We've got to do that work because if you don't really own that love for yourself, you'll never fight the fears. You'll always worry. You'll always doubt. Stay in faith. I don't know about anybody else and that's fine. But for me, my truth, my faith, I talk to God like all day long. And I really trust that I'm on the path that he's got for me, you know, and, and really just learn to be acceptance of the body that you're in and acceptance of the people that you're around, you know, accept your parents, accept your family. You know, we chose them. They're not going anywhere. You know what I mean? And if you don't want to, well then, you know, change the situation. You are a creator. We were created to be a creator. And if you don't like where your life is right now, you can create an entire new one, but you've got to be open to that thought. You've got to, you've got to learn how to love, send love, send light, even when you don't want to, even for yourself. I'm a believer in fake it till you make it. I faked it so long until one day I woke up and I was like, I made it. I love myself. I love my life. And I love all the stuff that's coming to me. And I only hope that other people feel that emotion that I feel every day. I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. You're not supposed to be perfect. But become damn close. Right? That's right. Bianca Grande, everyone. <laughs> Drop the freaking microphone. Boom, I'm out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Right? Brian. No, I told go run, you I'm she go, was good. I'm going to go run through walls. <laughs> I, I, we're gonna, I'm going to flip a car over on my way out of here. I'm going to teach you how to. See? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm in. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do this. This <laughs> car alarm is going off. Flipping. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't thank you enough. This has thank been you. really, really great for me. I mean, so much of the way that I teach and the way that I, that, you know, fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to love you guys until you can love yourselves yep. and all those things that I tell yeah. my people all the time borrow the belief it's that's it that's it and you know it, you have an energy that's it's uh that's that's something that just it's amazing and and i and i think that the thing that i take away from from all of it and, and just listening to you is like you've got so much of this in your life right now and and you know that 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 is it's an unlimited resource that you there's so much more out there that yep. you can just have right and once your goal is to like have more you're just like i'm going to get more today i'm going to get more today and mm -hmm. i can't wait till tomorrow because i'm going to get a whole lot more then and i'm going to take you all with me and and that's just kind of how well, you're letting good in yeah. you're letting the good in and uh it's just infectious and good. i love oh, it thank you bianca grande <laughs> I want to keep saying her name. Bianca, Bianca Grande. 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 <laughs> Grande. Thank my mom for that one and, and my dad. I'm Italian too, BTW. Oh, oh, yeah? A lot of people think I'm Spanish because of the last okay. name and they'll start to speak Spanish to me. I'm like, oh, no, no. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Not quite. <laughs> well, anyway, everyone, thank you so much for listening today. We thank Bianca Grande for coming in and spreading her shine and and um, her inspirational words for all of us. So definitely check her out, Body by Bianca as well. She's going to be uh, a big thing in this world. She is, but she's going to be even bigger. So I'm signing out for today. This is Christine Conti. And Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazes. And the microphone. We're where it's at. Thanks, everybody. Peace.